This is a Radio.com original. They actually sat there and took lemons and stuck rods into lemons, and somehow they got electronic current enough to do a, you know, operate a, uh, a two-way walkie-talkie. Well, I got to say our uh, Ultium technology and our drive units and batteries is a, is a fair step better than that. <laughs> good, good, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Talking About Cars podcast with the one and only Randy Cardoon, that be me, and the other one and only Hot Rod Bob Beck, that be him. And again, yeah, that's, that's kind of the I'm way it works look, out. I'm looking at it. It is me. It is you. Yes. As much as you keep trying to change the channel, it is I you. No, me. no. <laughs> I am a former owner of a Jeep Grand Cherokee and uh, drove a company Chevy Trailblazer for a while. Mm. Eh, you know, yeah, I had to give it back eventually. Oh. Yeah, well, no, we were doing this thing for OnStar. Yeah, and I got to I got the car, and mm-hmm. they said, "Look, you know, how would you like to try OnStar?" And I said, "Well, I don't have a General Motors vehicle. I didn't at the time." And they said, "Well, let's give you a vehicle." I said, "Okay, Even fine. Give it to me for a couple of weeks." Three years later, <laughs> I kept trying to give it back. I swear, my my boss is at uh, CBS and Intercom, and every they didn't believe me, but I tried to give it back, and every time I tried to give it back, they said, no, 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 hang on to it for a little while. We'll let you know until, the you know, it was so old at that point. I had so many miles at the, uh, what am I doing here? The uh, I don't know. Your speedometer cable was going back and forth. Oh, okay. It broke. So I tried to turn it in, and they said, you have my car? I said, well, it's yours now. Here are the keys. You know, but yeah. <laughs> But well, that's neither here nor there. But course, it was there. It wasn't it was, here. It was there, not here. Yeah, and it, right. But it was a fun vehicle. I can imagine. Uh, and, and it's leading to me asking Bob Beck the yeah. random question. What uh, SUV or off-road vehicle did you ever own or drive? Well, the first off-road vehicle I had was actually a water pumper dune buggy. Ah. So, it would, so I did it off-road the real hard way. I had four tires on the back, V8 engine up front, a roll bar over my head, and nothing else. And, uh, you know, it was nice. For, it was great for sand dunes, but that was about it. But SUV-wise, I've had a number of SUVs. As a matter of fact, you know, uh, my background is on the OEM side, and I worked for one of the premier SUV manufacturers who just happened to be majority owned by Generous Motors or General Motors. And uh, uh, so I drove a, a series of GM vehicles. I drove uh, the Isuzu line of vehicles. You drove which, an Isuzu? Oh, uh, Isuzu. And uh, now we, we were, Chevro- it was Chevrolet powered. Oh. We, our joint venture with GM uh, allowed a mixture of different things. Uh, Isuzu provided powertrains and vehicles to General Motors. And in turn, General Motors provided powertrains to uh, Isuzu vehicles. So the first Trooper V6 vehicles were Chevrolet powered. The uh, first rodeos were Chevrolet powered. Uh, later on, we uh, they moved into uh, different vehicles. The rodeo changed and it still got a GM derived four cylinder engine. Wow. So there was a lot of inter- intermixing with that. The Geo line of vehicles sold through GM was primarily a Zuzu vehicles. The Duramax V8, it's a, gen- a joint program between General Motors and Isuzu. 
and the Duramax V8, the diesel V8, a very, very popular and highly desirable powertrain. Interesting. And you're probably wondering why we're all talking about these SUVs when we're basically a classic car show. Uh, it's every so often we kind of experiment and dabble in what's new and what's coming up. Uh, we've had the Mustang EV, uh, the new Mustang Bronco that's not necessarily an EV, but it certainly no. is a new vehicle that's coming out. Well, you probably have seen the commercials. General Motors is coming out with a Hummer, a Hummer EV. And it's it's the one where bright lights, buildings kind of shaking in the desert like they have a like a house in the back of a dry lake bed or something like that, and it's shaking. Well, I don't think that's what exactly happens if you no. really put the new General Motors Hummer EV that's going to be out next year. Well, we're going to talk to one of their engineers. Uh, Tom Namovich will be joining us uh, from General okay. Motors, and we'll talk a little bit about the products there. I, I think that's interesting, though, is some stats that we can bring up is, for example, this vehicle will be coming in. It's uh, going to be like, I think it's like 70,000 to 120,000 yeah, based yeah, on the trim, but they're, yeah. they're, but again, they're only going to introduce one trim level at a time, kind of like the Corvette was introduced. Yeah. Right? yeah you, you've got your base model that's going to come in and that's going to be the one that attracts people to start with. They're going to move their way into their off-road vehicle with, which is something exceptional. And I don't think anyone else has anything on the market yet or in planning mm -hmm. that is really going to compete against this thing. We're going to find out some great things. Tom's going to tell us about some very innovative options that you're not going to find on anyone else's vehicles. That's right. And I, and I may just sum it up in two words. Crab sure. walk. That's it. I remember her. I'm not going to say anything else. Crab no. walk. Yeah. Just remember crab walk. You know, we should bring him in. in. Yeah, he's in our green room. He is in our green room. Yeah. By the way, we've had a lot of fun on some of our other shows. If you have a chance, don't forget, if you are just watching this for the first time, check out some of our other guests. Uh, let's see, who have we had on the show? We've had Why Gabriel Iglesias on the show. We've had Larry Dixon on the show. The NHRA, former NHRA driver, uh, Alana Scherer is on the show. Uh, not this particular episode, but she's been on several. Um, <laughs> so we've got some really good guests. Oh, and also Bud Brutzman. Bud, yeah, that one just hit. Well, that, that one, one just hit on uh, the Two Tired Guys uh, YouTube channel. And it, it's different than the one that you heard on Radio.com. Why? Because on the YouTube channel, yeah, this is the only one we've ever had where we've kind of let somebody just freeform the words and oh, didn't yeah. watch his language. So mm -hmm. we decided, well, let's just see what happens if he you know, blows out a few cuss words. All right, that happens. Yeah, we usually edit it in, in post production, but we decided to let it go, and we wanted to see how many cuss words Bud dropped. So we do a accounting of mm -hmm. all the cuss words that he did. And we had um, a new record on, only on YouTube. Only on YouTube. Yeah, we didn't we didn't add it up on uh, the radio.com. If you want to oh, hear them, you can hear them on radio.com. But ooh. you could also actually see the video evidence of how much the expressions on our face. Yeah, that and also the numbers we that pop up. The oh, numbers. so good. we actually have a digital count. All right. See if you could break the world talking about cars, two tired guys record. Okay. Dropping cuss bombs. 
Uh-oh. Now we've got a competition. No cussing started. going on here. No cussing Not going a... on here. Let's get Tom on the show. Okay. Let's see, how do we do that today? Uh, uh, how would we do Coming that? to you live and direct all the way from Michigan at the Generous Motors headquarters in beautiful downtown Detroit at the Rensen. Actually, he's working from home. Tom Nalovich. And here he is, ladies and gentlemen, live from General Motors, Tom Namovich joining us on the Talking About Cars podcast. And uh, Tom, uh, welcome aboard the show. And if anything else you could be talking about, this is something that I'm sure you've been talking to all the radio stations in Poughkeepsie and all the uh, <laughs> podcasts in, in Cucamonga, and certainly... This has got to be one of the more fun ones you've done, just considering the vehicle you're talking about. I'll tell you, you know, I've been on the program and with this uh, Hummer EV for a year and a half now, and it, I can't explain how fun it is. This is the funnest program I've worked on, I'd say, in a long time, or ever maybe in my, with my GM career. Now, program, you mean, of course, the, the vehicle itself, not our program, because you haven't been on it that long, so you don't know how fun we are or not. We I'm going to say fun. both. I'll say the vehicle program and this program. This is... Uh, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll how oh go on. Really, go, go on. Yeah, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about this vehicle. And, and again, this is Hot Rod Bob Beck right there. I'm Randy Cardoon. And it, it, the thing is, so much about this car, a lot of people have seen on the commercials, and they've seen how bright it is. They've seen how fast it goes. They've seen how it shakes the earth, which I don't know if it really does that, but mm. it's still very impressive. And, and let's talk a little bit about that. A thousand horsepower vehicle, uh, 35 inch wheels. It, now, are we talking, just so we can kind of visualize this in our heads, are we talking full size, mid size vehicle? How big actually will the GM Hummer EV be? Yeah, it's a full-size truck. It's uh, comparable to uh, uh, crew cab pickups that are out there today. Hmm. Now, because of the large size wheels and such, are you trying to give it the uh, the same type of presence the original Hummers did? Well, I mean, this is a, a new chapter for anything with that kind of name. So the Hummer EV is, you know, it's it, it's it pays an homage, or, or at least we 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 recognize the past of what the Hummer name meant, but we're going in a whole new direction with uh, what Hummer EV is for, for General Motors and for GMC. Yeah, it's an interesting thing because we've seen a lot of old names of other vehicles be reconstituted and brought back. And I think it's going to be kind of fun to see how this actually works out because this vehicle here, we've heard about electronic vehicles and how the the power they have the torque they have right off the top i just keep trying to put my mind together on a thousand horsepower and the torque that they're going to have when you start this thing up bob's going to see them out at irwindale raceway before too long probably well with zero to 60 at three seconds uh we're hoping <laughs> we're hoping to be there as well i mean it's it's gonna it's no slouch that's for sure we well, i know we've had some of the other electric brands come out and actually race on our drag strip but it'd be interesting to see the Hummer come out and just lay them away. You know, uh, we're not going to stay away from that if we can, uh, if we can help ourselves. So that, that's, uh, we'll, be, we'll be glad to do that. Glad to join you. I think that'll be fun. We get it. All we need is, a, is a, a demonstration vehicle, a marketing vehicle. We'll go out and do it for you. <laughs> you know, get in line. I think. Uh, <laughs> well done, Bob. Bob, well done. Hey, hey. 
Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Tom. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, we're, 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 we're glad to, when we get to that point, I mean, we're, we're glad to show this off. This is, uh, uh, you know, an engineering and design and vehicle tour de force. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a beast on road or on off road. It's really, uh, we're really proud of what this vehicle is bringing for GM and for GMC. For some of the people that may not be totally familiar with what it is, what are some of the highlights technically for the car, the vehicle? Obviously, the horsepower that Randy's brought up, but what else are we going to look for? Now, looking at the photos I've seen, it's got a very impressive front end that really shocks you. It's not like any other GM vehicle. Right. I mean, uh, with with the Hummer EV, we've got, uh, as mentioned, 1,000 horsepower, uh, 11,500 foot-pounds, pound-feet of torque, and we've got this off-road capable vehicle that, you know, with 18-inch wheels, 35-inch tires, and, uh, you know, from its uh, adaptive air ride suspension to four-wheel steering to um, just the suspension travel that we offer, the, the Hummer EV is a fully and utterly outstandingly capable off-road vehicle. Throw that in the fact that we've got on-road versions too that we'll, we'll have with 22-inch uh, wheels and tires and 35-inch tires on the 22-inch wheels. You know, we've, we've got an outstanding vehicle, both off-road and on. And I didn't even mention the fact that it's an electric vehicle. Throw in the fact that it's electric and, you know, we, it, it's, a, it's a great package that, you know, the market hasn't seen yet. We're we're really excited for GM, for GMC, and for the summer EV. And of course, you talk about electric vehicles, EVs, and you have to always ask the question uh, as far as recharging it is concerned. You have what they call where was it here? Uh, Eight hundred volt DC fast charging unit. Now, how long does that take a typical Hummer to recharge? Well, we're, we're, there'll be more information coming. We're talking about the fact that at a 350 kilowatt charger, we can get 100 miles in 10 minutes. So oh, we'll have the rest of the technical nice. specifications later. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's outstanding in that regard, too. So you pick up uh, 100 miles in a short stop. Really happy about that. Too. Now, is that going to be a, a prioritized or a, a proprietary charger? Or is it something where people can just, you know, you're on the road, there's a charging station. Are they going to be all over the place or is it a special charger? No, it's, it's we're meeting the SAE standard for the combo plug. So all, all the conventional chargers, there are, there are, are other manufacturers that use proprietary chargers, but we're in line with the standard that's uh, uh, most, Good. most automakers are using those. So it's, it's the combined, uh, the combo charger that uh, is available at, you know, at the various chargers. It's going to be interesting to see what they come up with as far as units. So for example, when you're off-roading, you have to, of course, keep an eye on, uh, I don't want to say the fuel gauge, the, the gauge that tells you how much power you have back have there because, uh, left because you're going to have to go back and eventually charge it like you would fill up the gas of a regular car. Uh, and I'd imagine, for example, I just saw a TV show, I think it was Magnum PI over the weekend, where... They somehow charged up a phone using lemons. Now, where is he going with this, you're asking? Well, for example, it's just an unorthodox way of finding electronic current. But in the future, 
I mean, the future, we're doing things now with electronic vehicles that, or even electronics that people 10 years ago could only dream about. So what you're doing now just sounds like just a little bit of the future. You're a little closer to home. Right. Did you say MacGyver or did you say? No, no. I, I said Magnum. Magnum PI. Oh, Magnum. Okay, got it. If I said MacGyver, I was wrong. But no, it was no, it just it, it harkens back to something that maybe MacGyver would do. But, Richard yeah. Dean Anderson, or even the guy that's yeah. playing him now. Yeah, no, right. they actually they actually sat there and took lemons and stuck rods into lemons, and somehow they got electronic current enough to do a you know operate a a two way walkie talkie. Well, I got to say, our uh, Ultium technology and our drive units and batteries is a is a fair step better than that. <laughs> good, good, good. Glad to hear that. Yeah. Uh, from, from coming from an automotive background, the Hummer was its own dealer network at one point in time. Is it going to be a separate dealer network, or are you going to meld it in with some of your other brands? No, this is the GMC Hummer EV, and it'll be available at select GMC dealers. So it's okay. it's part of the. It's a it's the Hummer EV model as part of the the GMC lineup, so it'll be available exclusively at select uh, GMC dealers. And of course, the one thing that a lot of people ooing and eyeing about, at least I know during the commercial, was the crab walk, where it basically goes sideways and around, and the, you change the back wheels turn, the front wheels turn. I mean, that's kind of cool. But I got to ask the question. Since you've been working with the crab walk and, and people have been talking about it, how much has your intake of uh, shellfish gone up? Because uh, I just hear crab walk and I immediately want to go to a local restaurant and eat. Of course, I can't now, but if I could, I would be doing that. Well, that was a requirement for the team members. We couldn't have any uh, shellfish allergies with the people who work on it. So. <laughs> but uh, seriously, the, the crab, crab walk feature is, uh, it's, it's really something, it's part of the four-wheel steering that's on the Hummer EV. And that alone is, you know, the four-wheel steering by itself, um, either in phase, meaning the rear wheels go in line with the front when you're driving on a freeway to help you negotiate lane changes at speed a little bit better. But the real Great feature, even outside of crab walk, is at low speeds because with the tight turn circle of the Hummer EV, it's a big, as I mentioned, it's a big full-size crew cab pickup. But with the crab or with the uh, the four-wheel steering, it's got a turn circle that rivals many small mid-size SUVs or cars. That's one aspect of it. And then you add the crab walk on top of it, where the vehicle can uh, can drive diagonally at low speeds. That's even. Uh, it's even better. It's even, it, it, I mean, it's a great system that we have on the vehicle that even makes it more flexible. Yeah, you mentioned uh, low speed. So it could only go up to what, how, how many miles per hour on the crab walk before it won't? Yeah, it, it, I, I, we, haven't, we haven't stated the, and we're working through the tuning for, for that, but it's only available at low speed. So well, it's it not like sense. you can be driving down the street at, at uh, going diagonally. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, for low, but for low speed maneuvers, if you're off, off road on the trail and there's a, uh, boulder in front of you that you that you happen upon that you can't cover with the with our huge uh, um, ground clearance, then you could sort of skirt around it a little bit without worrying about hitting something by by turning the vehicle um, with conventional means. So besides the off-road version that we're talking about, there's going to be a regular civilian or or more civilized version for the street. Well, there's uh, you know we we do have the standard vehicle with 22-inch wheels and tires, so. Those are pretty massive on their own, and the off-road package that we'll offer is what sets what sets it apart, which includes the 18-inch wheels and tires with the 
with the 35-inch uh, on-off-road mud train tires uh, that that couple with the body underbody armor. Oh, and I, I didn't mention too with that off-road package, uh, we've got a, a great system too as part of our Ultra Vision package, which includes two underbody cameras. So there's one facing the front and one facing the rear, and with with that, um, you can see real time in front of you, behind you, and if you're at an incline. If you're going over a, a crest on a on a hilltop or a mountain, or you'll be able, you can even see the horizon ahead of you too that you wouldn't be able to see because the hood's blocked. And the great thing about that too is that there's underbody uh, for these underbody cameras. There's a washer for the front rear camera, and there's a protective screen to help from hitting debris too. So I, I want to path a little bit though. The on-road package is going to be great too, but the off-road package is what helps set this vehicle apart. But with the 22-inch wheels and tires for the on-road, it's a uh, it's going to be, a, it, it's fine on its own without the off-road package. So you have a camera washer that's under the car or truck? Yeah, yep. yeah, there's uh, under the truck, there's the two cameras. So, and, you know, some manufacturers, they, they stitch together images of what's under the vehicle. This is real time. And, and so you can actually see if you're about to hit something or, you know, to, to put it in the crab walk mode to avoid hitting something too. So I keep thinking of the crab walk mode in Grab slow speeds on the freeway. Could you imagine that? You know, yeah. you're, you're doing, you're, you're stuck. Somebody's like giving you just a little bit of space to move in on the left side or on the right side or whatever it is. And then all of a sudden the truck goes and then, then you're just there and everybody's like the tongue is hanging out next door. It's, I'm, I just can't get that out of my head. I, I can just see it, people you know? going through parallel parking procedures very easily now. Hey, that's an interesting point. And, and I don't know if you know the answer to this, but some vehicles do have one of those parallel automatic parallel parking things that you can do so, now i don't know if the hummer will have that but if they do would that also include the crab walk feature that's a good question i know that it probably for you know I, you know that's what's good about these calls and meeting uh guys like you two we've got these great <laughs> ideas that you know I'll, I'll bring it up to an engineer and uh um we'll definitely look into it if it's not included Welcome to another edition of Stump the Engineers here on there the Talking About Cars podcast. <laughs> That's what we do. We try to stump the engineers. Yeah. You couldn't think about it, but we can. Yeah, well, we try. Yeah, We're right. off-centered so much that we can. Okay, very good. So uh, it, it sounds like there's – so I'm curious. Now, this is supposed to come out later in 2021, correct? Yeah, fall of 2021. So really what you're doing now is what? Just testing, uh, tightening bolts, uh, checking things. What What is the vehicle doing up this time of 2020? Well, there's, you know, there's, for any vehicle, there's a vehicle development process that's in place. And uh, we, we talked last week or in the past 10 days about our vehicle going to winter tests. And uh, prior to, Prior to this vehicle going to winter test and some of our testing, that there's tons of tests that go on with our engineering teams, whether for durability, for ride and handling, vehicle dynamics, and for winter testing too, because uh, um, that's what's needed before we can sell a vehicle. We have to ensure that it meets all the requirements too. But the unique thing about the Hummer EV was we, you know, we started developing this program in 2019. And through the use of virtual uh, development, through uh, um, you know different types of analysis and simulation, we were able to cut the 
the development time from you know what would be maybe is around four years to just a couple of years for the for the Hummer EV, which is something GM is very proud of. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. And of course, uh, the car will come out. Toward, or the truck will come out toward the end of 2021. Uh, certainly, uh, General Motors is getting into uh, the trend of really doing SUVs and, and off-road vehicles. Well, this is an on-road vehicle too. So, I mean, just the look of it though, it's gonna be quite unusual. And I think a lot of people are looking forward to the car coming out. Uh, you know, I gotta ask you, Tom, you look rugged yourself. I'm just wondering, are you kind of an off-road guy? You know, I, I, if I said so, I think some of those engineers I talked about may challenge me, but, but I think the benefit of uh, the development team that we have and, and the, the group that's developed the, the Hummer EV, it takes a, a, a broad group of people and a diverse background and skills that we have for this program. We've got some of the most capable off-roaders that I've met, and they're the ones that are getting the dirt under their fingernails. And, and they're the ones that have spent years of, of time on the road for this, for the off-road development and, and the, the suspension tuning and the, you know, calculating wheel travel and doing off-road ride trips for uh, the tire development and things like that. But, you know, that may have been me in the past in some way, but I'm strictly uh, playing the role of a product marketing uh, manager for this program. And that's where, you know, we, we've got a great selection of people working on this program and with, you know, people that have worked on mid-sized trucks before, heavy duty trucks to passenger cars. And, and that's what makes this, this vehicle and the whole process as fun as it's been too. So. Will the technology that you're creating for this new Hummer EV find its way in other General Motors products with, as time goes by? I think it's, it's safe to say that a lot of the, the, architectural development that's been done for this vehicle or the upfront is, is leveraged uh, a lot of our EV learnings in the past and this Altium, the Altium battery technology and the drive, and the drive systems that we have in place. Uh, we've, we've already announced that we'll see it in other vehicles too. And, you know, there's many things that make the Hummer EV unique that, I, I, you know, it could very easily go into other vehicles too. Um, but, the, the heart of the, the drive system, the battery technology, and the parts that make it an EV, we'll definitely see that in other vehicles and other GM vehicles. You know, Bob, Crab Walk Cadillac. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Crab Walk Cadillac. I could just see that on the retirement communities of tomorrow. <laughs> and um, the, the one That's thing I've got to say. Excuse not to comment on something like that. Is that okay? I know. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Yeah, what's the wacky uh, podcast guy uh, throwing it out there? The Cadillac, or excuse me, the uh, GM guy is trying to stay away from it. I just want to yeah. let everybody know. No, <laughs> what was I going to ask? I, I don't know. Yeah, we got off in different directions. Um, the one thing I've got to say is, is the first one that announced they had a off-road or truck vehicle looked like a five-year-old. Five-year-old designed it. What I've seen of the Hummer is it's very, very contemporary. It looks like a proper vehicle. Were the uh, were there marketing test sessions with people to to get their uh, perspective? Uh, you know, just non-car people. Yeah, you know, we we there, for every vehicle program, there's some a fair degree of market research and 
and things that go into it like that. So, so yeah, I mean, I'd be remiss to say that GM does research, but uh, you know, you yourself um, um, commented too that this is something that uh, it's it's a Hummer EV. I mean, there's certain things that from um, from the brand from the previous brand to as it come, became the GMC Hummer EV that we knew exactly what this vehicle wanted to be. Our designers were, you know, they couldn't wait to dig into this vehicle and make it what it is. And, um, you know, GM's been doing trucks for a hundred years now, and there's certain parts of what a truck is that we know how to do very well as a company. And we're, you know, I'm, I'm dancing around the answer a little bit, but we've got, we've got so much into this from the design to the technology, to the engineering. Um, we're, some of it, you know, sort of did the research itself, you know, and, and we're, you know, we as a company and, and as a brand, as an engineering team, we're, are utterly thrilled with how it's, how it's been developed and how it's turning out. So. Yeah. Very good. Well, Tom, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you taking a few moments to update us on uh, what's going to be kind of a really cool vehicle when it comes out, the GM Hummer EV. And of course, uh, that's supposed to come out late 2021. So keep an ear out and keep an eye out. And I'm sure there'll be a flashy debut, kind of similar to the Corvette. Maybe they'll make a Corvette version. No, let's not get carried away. No, no. Not, I'm not losing my mind here, okay? I've already lost Wait a minute, you can't, yeah, it's too you can't late lose something that. you don't have. Don't yeah, it's too late for that. Don't forget to remember to listen, like, and share. Most important, subscribe to our Talking About Cars podcast and our audio podcast on radio.com, our video podcast on our Two Tired Guys, that's T-O-O, like right over here, Two Tired Guys Productions uh, YouTube page. And also follow us on social media. We're on all the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram things. Become a Talking About Cars Too Tired Guys patron on patreon.com and get exclusive interview clips and yes, access to Too Tired Guys swag and Talking About Cars and all the other ones that you see in front of you. Until next time, I'm Randy, that's Bob, that's Tom. We've had fun talking about cars and we'll see you next time. So long everybody. Take care.